0: stage with dark charmedia with your host danny atwell this month is the calm before the storm it is september's amazing lineup all right everyone welcome to another episode of off the cuff i'm your host danny atwell And with me is the dead man himself, Miguel Pedroza. We're a little late today, but that's okay, because I got a sneaking funny suspicion that we're going to be pretty action-packed next month, so it's good to have a little bit of calm before the storm, so to speak.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we, um, and it's it's not that everybody's busy, I just think everybody has family obligations, (laughs) and I think everybody just needed a break from all the heavy-ass episodes that were in August mm-hmm like, it's we, possible we talk, yeah we talked about that last like like last show and that was some really heavy shit that happened yeah
0: but uh you know it didn't mean that uh september didn't give us some really good stuff so no
1: no um, absolutely
0: not but uh you know uh, how, how have you been this week
1: everything cool uh everything's cool everything's cool got back from the shooting range apparently my ears are still not uh a hundred percent like i thought they were we went out to a, a, an open field range to try out some new stuff that we were, that we had acquired. Cool. And uh, I in mean, I, I pulled out the pistol and it popped a few off. My ear said, "Hey, remember pain? How, <laughs> you you know pain. This pain, yeah, pain. It hurts, right?" And so I had to I had to look like the only one on the range, like a like I guess a a, a wuss or something, and had to go stomp over and get my ear pro put them on and stomp back to the target and continue firing so I, I i was the only one in the whole like range with ear pro on and i was like i don't care I don't. at like
0: this pain. point you know you you really one you, you don't need pain until you don't want to l- lose your hearing it's it's yeah. insane i mean i, I got listening to metal music all my life you know being at concerts and stuff like that my my hearing if you ask my wife she will tell you the same thing huh my wife my yeah my hearing is insane so yeah
1: you know uh i've also been uh warming up for october here
0: oh god yeah i can't wait for october to come i'm i'm I'm
1: thoroughly excited let me tell you man uh getting back into singing and for some reason thinking you should go directly to lincoln park oh my god try to recreate some of those uh some of those screams like the, the famous uh 17 second scream i made it to 15 seconds with oh my the tone god change and everything and like i was sitting there going like haven't done this in a while why did i think i could do that <laughs> 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 well I
0: mean, uh, you know, everything's been pretty cool here with me too. Just, yeah, I was gonna uh, say,
1: like, are, are you are you getting ready for, I, for karaoke? Oh uh, I have a couple
0: classics I normally go to. Um, my voice hasn't been as good as it used to be, um, especially I, you know, especially you know, putting down my own music after a long time of just doing my own stuff uh, i was like you know you know i'll sing every once in a while but i don't really normally make a habit of it but i'm looking forward to uh seeing what it sound like <laughs> start, it again.
1: start revving up the pipes man uh carry on my wayward son is waiting for you
0: oh i don't like that one I, I mean i could sing it but i'm
1: not that's not one of my favorites but either way one one of the things that i like to do is i like to take uh something like a tom petty song and then just make it really dark with my. You friends.
0: have to go. You have to go with Tom Petty, considering all the stuff that happened with <laughs> Ricardo Deport, Deport and Ricardo. Frank. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere out there, he's he's yelling at me. But yeah, no. Uh, uh like I'll, I'll do like a uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance. Yeah. And uh, like with but with my voice, mm-hmm. right? Because his register is like his register like way up here. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Like, like way down to market square she's standing in her underwear but like if i like blues it up you know what i mean like, like yeah oh my my oh hell yes you got to put on that party dress that's a like,
0: it yeah that's a good one but you got to make sure you're staying key oh it's difficult yeah <laughs> but but definitely but, it's very hard so what what's, what is the
1: what's what's the go-to song we got we got to know my go-to song is
0: um man eater by hollow notes Oh. That's one of my wow. favorites to
1: do. But speaking of screaming the karaoke though, we got we got we got episodes this, this yes, month we do that were pretty goddamn involved.
0: Yeah, uh we definitely had some pretty like, you know, everybody was clamoring for the second episode of Fascination Street, and guess what? We came in, we got it uh up and running and I tell you from the, the feedback we've had so far, not a lot of people were disappointed. They were amazing uh you know saying you know that you're finally getting you know to see uh emily's character carrie finally show up yeah but it is uh it was definitely a very good episode and it, it sort of started to paint the world of uh, fascination street for the uh, audience to listen to so what did you think of it
1: oh i loved it i i, I absolutely loved it emily knocked it out of the fucking park mm-hmm. uh uh, Chris as, as as Rafferty in this episode just got funnier to me even funnier. like what possessed you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what in the actual fuck were you thinking? like like it was so goddamn funny to me, especially like his whole just acceptance of it. like fuck it, I guess there's two of you now. <laughs> there's two of you. here's a suit. okay, here we go. And, so uh
0: there's like a, the other the other funny thing was Damon trying to be a quote- unquote angel of the Lord yeah that was like that was like insane because like the whole entire time Paul sort of used that in like a weird uh non comedic sort of way and it, it worked for the time because that's how someone who doesn't know what the hell
1: they're doing comes in yeah so. I, I think so, uh i think his little correction like yeah. right at the end just, oh no god no worship him only anyways yeah worship him <laughs> anyway and then you know all, and
0: then you know obviously the you know her powers and abilities sort of shorting out the suit yeah that kind of was interesting because it just all hell broke loose um you know with the governor and his troops and and just you know them running out having to deal with the gunfire yeah, all that gun. I mean, like, especially considering, like, I had to modify in the editing process how those guns sounded because I wanted them to still sound unique, but I also wanted them to sound futuristic, mm-hmm. without going in the whole laser sounds, you know. And um, that was an interesting, you know, to sort of add that like little bit of like uh, wine. I guess you can call it to them yeah. to just make them sound different but like the fact that they're all still using horses and carriages and cobblestone co- roads and cobblestone roads however their
1: their weaponry is like insane <laughs> I, I I thought that was really funny like especially all the continents that were named this mm-hmm. this the Britannia, Australia, France and, and America. North America and I, was, I was like shit no one stopped them no, no I mean no one put a kibosh on that it was just like hold on like, just, hold, 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 just hold, please stop with the horses just hold on mm-hmm. like it was but it was really interesting though like like as a, as, as a writer and I remember I remember this was this was a corner you wrote yourself into was mm-hmm. why would they attack Damon and uh and, and and Carrie and I was like well have the suit malfunction yeah and like this was one of the this is one of the parts where it was like you were like, Help and I said, Alright, hang on. And I came in and like this whole scene was born. And the funny part is, right, like I, I remember I remember like writing it, but I don't remember how in depth we got with it. Like I like it was so fucking it was so instantaneous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like thou art an angel of the Lord. Uh yeah, sure fucking
0: yeah cool. it, it, it went it, it went like uh, you know it, it definitely made sure at that point that all the uh the bells and whistles were because i had an idea of where i wanted to end the episode right. my problem was just to get it, you know between a and b sometimes i you know and i had wrote the scene originally much different and then i was like that it just doesn't feel right so i was like you know you know coming to you i was like well how do we make this feel organic and the idea is well she's at a witch trial and he has the suit that gives the ability to do all this stuff why don't you make him like an angel and then some sort of
1: malfunction happen and i'm like okay well that works what was uh what was the original scene then because you know we're on the we're on the behind the scenes so let's let's talk about it
0: Okay, so the original scene I had a concept for was that Damon was going to rescue her outright without using his head. He was just going to try and get up there, untie her, and get her out. And even though that would make an interesting story, it wouldn't fit with all the people that are sitting there waiting to burn her to death. So it gonna, didn't... Just
1: stand there, you uh, I guess
0: sure. he was basically gonna Marty McFly it, <laughs> but oh yeah, no, I, it didn't. It 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 didn't make any sense. The tone of the story and the verisimilitude of the scene, because there's hundreds of people. There's no way he's gonna be able to just jump up there, cut her bonds loose, pick her up, and throw her and, and run away. It it yeah. wouldn't make any sense. So I'm kind of glad that we went that route of him using. I guess um for lack of a better term his brain because technically he was winging it <laughs> and y'all knew he was, oh, yeah. it. <laughs> so.
1: he was he was winging it the whole fucking time and kudos to paul man for pulling oh, that my pulling that off first of all like like just the tone that he was saying stuff in like i was cracking up like it it, it was killing me because uh-huh. he, he uh yeah sure i'm the angel of the lord worship him, worship him only anyways uh, he's like, just so fucking dismissive of them it's, it's a very uh it's a very army of darkness uh type of type of vibe going on <laughs> you primitive screw heads kind of thing <laughs> and uh and emily man emily just knocked it out of the park like she had, oh she had God, a yeah. lot of weight to this performance
0: yeah and, and especially the emotional sides of it like you're in a situation where especially for for Emily being at this point with her character, like literally on the last possible ways that there could be a miracle to save her. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like she was, and then all of a sudden some guy shows up that she's never met before, but he looks like an angel and, and, and all of a sudden, like, you know, here we go. And like, you know, obviously as the, the, the audience knows that there's this hidden history between the two that now all of a sudden you're like well how is this gonna start how is this gonna how is this gonna expand and you know finally having her situation in the here and now um weighing itself into the scene was just perfect she did a great job and just you know weighing all that to her you know to her scene
1: and you know um just and i talked about this before right like the amount of gravitas uh of, of everything happened in fascination street like how much gravity there is pulling the story in one facet or another and this was one of those aspects that it was really heavy and this was a heavy hitter to come in especially just for episode two Mm-hmm. and man like like, like the, the fuse is lit now you know the, the fuses and by the way fucking bismarck fucking jesse my <laughs> brother jesse coming yeah in and just see just just throwing venom on the whole thing was yep. fucking amazing
0: he just he, and the thing was he, he was just on top of the building he's like you know what i go back to this point and i realized that you could hurt yourself a hell of a lot more than i can and then just leaves. That little scene is all they needed from Bismarck there, but it was it weighed
1: volumes. Yeah, it, and it just shows how how involved Bismarck is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It just how one one in step they are with each other. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's what I was trying to say. How lockstep they are with each other. Like Damon goes here, that's where that's where Bismarck goes. Damon does this, Bismarck is there. Mm-hmm. So like he, again there's that there's that hidden history of just years and, years and years of years of knowing where and how and what, you know. Yep, and 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 he
0: uses it to screw him over or you know handle his own plans. There's definitely going to be a lot more Bismarck in this uh season and I'll tell you it's been amazing so far to get the uh, feedback we've got from Bismarck as much as Jesse doesn't think this. <laughs> And I keep telling him, you keep telling him, Chris keeps telling him, everybody keeps telling him, like, this is an amazing character. Keep it up.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> and, definitely. So and the, the soundtrack, you you did you hit you hit the cure in the background again. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. I, I want to know, was there a theme for this episode? Like the theme, music wise.
0: Um, so mu- music wise, obviously I wanted to use just like heaven because you know he's basically staring at this woman for the first time and he's like it's like love at first sight even though technically he's smitten with her for the most part um and then yeah he's a teenager and like she's 25 you find out like wow she's much older than than he is but you know obviously later on you realize you know time and you know they have no meaning in in the an uh, exodus eternal, so it makes no sense. Um, but the 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 fact that uh, I used a version of Take on Me that was a little bit more heavier
1: that was because
0: metal. yeah it was metal. Um, the idea was to sort of amp up the whimsical but make it a hard, little hardcore. Um, I in the next uh, episode I'm actually going to do something. The complete opposite. I'm taking a song that's a little bit more fast paced and it's going to go small. It's going to go slower, but a little oh. bit more intimate. And I'm telling you, it's, it's absolutely amazing. You're going to love it. I think the fans are going to love it. Um, but it still has that '80s feel, and that's this, the number one thing.
1: This really did have an '80s feel to it, especially the the love at first sight trope uh i but i like the way i like the way that this played into it because damon instantly acknowledges it like 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 off the bat he's like leave it leave it to the fucking cure to make yep. me fall in love with this type of bullshit of yeah course.
0: having yeah. like a having like a love affair with death
1: <laughs> yeah you know and you know you know what's funny is uh uh you little uh, Watching and reading Sandman again, and mm-hmm. you know, like just me simping for death the way I do, I was just like, "I get it, mm-hmm. I get it, yeah,
0: you get it." I, I the get other, it. the other, the other funny thing is, he's in the middle of this daydream of of listening, and all of a sudden it just stops when all the kerosene gets thrown on
1: her. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> that was that was deliberate.
0: So <laughs> it was kind of funny.
1: But yeah, i i i did love the i did love the tone of this episode. It was it was very it was very Back to the Future, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? It had some it had some really fast paced fun to it. It Had some whimsical, you know, uh, some some cure in the background, which which got me smiling. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I loved it. Uh, and just 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 that right amount of violence where nobody really gets hurt. But you know what I mean. Like, well, nobody,
0: like nobody in you know in the main cast gets hurt. There's plenty of people that get shot though.
1: So nobody really gets hurt. Yeah, like NPCs. You are trying it Matters. Fuck them. Whatever. <laughs> god damn it i'm american <laughs>
0: yeah i'm american you
1: know war forever fuck the brits no i'm just i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm joking i'm joking we actually no, got
0: uh, some people from britain that actually listen. so sorry wow. guys yeah
1: no, that's, that's, i'm kidding by the way that's I'm, a yeah i'm from texas so it's a difficult <laughs> thing not to do <laughs> yeah uh however man like i i just i really enjoyed this episode and honestly i i i I love being a fan as well as a writer because i can always tell when my writing takes over in some in in some aspects like when we do stuff together Mm -hmm. because it's it's such a it's such a distinct line you know what i mean it's like this is very much danny this is very much miguel Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we're back to danny okay cool (laughs) uh but like as a as a fan though like the the total shift is fuck it's almost necessary in the series you know what mm-hmm. i mean because yeah because like we're we're celebrating the 80s we're also kind of calling out the 80s you know yes. what i mean and i kind of really really enjoy this as that this aspect that's that's going on with it uh you know with, with his whole I'm, the, I'm an angel of the lord and instantly the mayor's like oh god you're an angel of the lord but also we're going to shoot you to make sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i kind of I, I i love this, this 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 uh this hard-nosed nature that we're that we've taken with uh you know the 80s tropes and how they're being addressed in this series like this is absolutely a love letter but this is also a love letter to a toxic relationship <laughs> pretty much yeah I love it. and that's that's the whole point. There was like a lot of
0: stuff obviously in the 80s that we questioned as 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 members of uh that generation. Obviously, the, you know, some way shape or form we were going to have to address certain things, of course.
1: I mean, like, like you know like Revenge of the Nerds. Like yeah. some some very illegal shit happened in that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And yet in the 80s everybody cheered for it. Yep. Everybody was like, yeah, go do that and now like Thirty years later, we're like, you know what? Maybe don't do that. Maybe, maybe call a lawyer. Cause yeah, that that not, would have been. That's not right. <laughs> that's not. That's not cool. That's not cool. You know, yeah. you said, like some roadhouse shit. Like, why did there need to be a romance story in roadhouse? Uh, whoever wrote it was like, you know what this thing needs?
0: <laughs> it needs some miscellaneous love affair. And also, th-
1: why did we need to see
0: Sam Elliott's Bush? your guess is as good as mine dude (laughs) (laughs) i love sam elliott to death but yeah that was like uh we really don't need to do see that but you you know
1: what i mean though like this is these these are the kind of questions i have for the 80s and so like having fun with this series it's kind of the revenge of the the people who survived the 80s like Mm -hmm. why is there bush
0: (laughs) and then there's the intermission that happened in that uh in that show which oh my god like i have had a couple people are like why was this thrown in there and i'm like because it's just you know a fun little skit and it's gonna eventually go into something else but uh it's uh was it the the, the puppets
1: yes okay yeah i was trying to remember which episode they came out in yeah that was let's 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 hang on that for a second (laughs) what the fuck was that (laughs)
0: so the background story to to Bishu and Ralphie's is um I created these little characters back uh 20, 30 years ago. Wow. Um where they're both min pin looking, you know, puppets. And and you know, you basically do it like, you know, like this. Like right, like yeah. you're like you're doing the devil horns, but um New but World they were Warner. like talking. Yeah, well yeah, you know, giving you like the two sweet you know something like that but you're you you usually you know, i used them as puppets and th- see the the funny thing is this sort of goes back to that when Ralphie's is like man we waited 20 years for this and now all of a sudden you're canceling us
1: yeah after one fucking show i love the cursing
0: that they didn't got even, me. but that's just it they didn't even get one show they got 10 they got 10 seconds <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> And then they were like, "You're getting canceled for padded bras," (laughs) because honest to God, that would be something I would do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you know, like it better not be about spanks. And like Mac, just nonchalantly, it's about padded bras. I'm like, he's like, and then Bishu just went ballistic, and that becomes a bit of a theme through the entire story. Uh, Whereas Ralphie's is this maniacal multiple personality type of character wow. and bishu is like this idealist but if you piss him off he's just ah, and just these little minpin puppets that have right. been magically brought to life that's the whole point point. <laughs> and the funny part about this is like we were me and mac especially were like well what do we do with this this is a good one-off and he's like dude you gotta do like little shorts about this like more and I'm like, why? And she, he's like, I'm telling you, imagine a situation where they're thrust into different TV styles, all because they don't want to give them a kids' show.
1: Right. <laughs> oh my! God. I, I, can, I can. First of all, let me say that Mac getting beat up by puppets was the highlight of that.
0: <laughs> that was great.
1: And then, like, just the the abject fear
0: yeah. from my counterpart. Like, these are their terms. And
1: he's like, oh. <laughs> Second of all, I would love to see these puppets in an MMA type situation. Like, a UFC MMA, And that would be fucking hilarious because, like, given puppets don't feel pain. Yeah. Like they just win, you know? Like, like, how the fuck did he? How did he? That was a two hundred and eighty-five pound, six foot five man, and he's a hand puppet. How did he win this? Yeah, he should just annihilated <laughs> it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, what the? Like, it was so out of left field, but at the same fucking time, that's the whole point.
0: It's supposed to be out of left field, and, and, and
1: oh my god, and it's still very fucking eighties it is i remember like we had cartoons remember like like a, um oh god damn it what was it cowboy cowboy something like it was a like a laser space western type thing it brave, like star. brave star that's the one that's the one uh and when they didn't have a full episode they would give you like a two minute skit or two or three minute skit right in the middle of the episode about yeah. the fucking horses talking and shit and then 30, 30. yeah I remember yeah him. yeah so like 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 at the same time like I was like God this was so fucking weird but it's it fits it yeah like it fits like it, it cracked me up I remember where I was I was I was making my first delivery of the night listening to this and it and I was opening up the roller door and I just hear Mac go. I hear you laughing, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And then they hear you got beat up by hand puppets. You got up, beat up by two hand puppets. And These fucking... are the terms. <laughs> Poor Mac. I like. I was like, "All right, you know what? Mac can beat up a hand puppet." Oh, he, pretty he's goddamn funny. He's he's gonna have he's gonna have some more crap happen to him in the, in
0: future episodes. But oh my god, it's great. I got some uh, some good cameos from other members of the Dark Charm crew showing up in a lot of these coming. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, wow. it's going to be fantastic! But right now we we've got three that we've done. We're writing a fourth eventually, but it's not like I said. They're only little bit parts. They're only about five minutes long, and just honestly, it's a good little inter interlude between you know major parts of a story absolutely it gives, it gives it just gives somebody you know it just and eventually the idea is to uh compile them all together and show them as is but you know it, it the same thing with all of the rest of our dark charm commercials it's just at this point just a, a little bit of a diversion uh some of them are just to uh, highlight some of our future events other ver- you know others is just, just you know we had an idea and we just wanted to throw it out there <laughs> so
1: the McGee's funeral home stuff oh uh, we're
0: because that, that actually showed up uh at the middle of uh, ep- uh episode for brotherhood of ridiculous people we'll get to that soon yeah uh, but, my God, uh, uh,
1: so there being another watchman born on top of everything else in this episode, was so heavy. But yeah, like it was, it was, like I said, it was very back to the future. Like this mm-hmm. whole episode felt like a back to the future thing to me. Oh, yeah.
0: And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, like, you know, Carrie finally joining the team you're going to see some more desperate stuff happening to both Carrie and Damon as, as the series rolls on and things are just going to build and build and build and Bismarck is going to destroy and destroy and destroy. And some of our, you know, cameos from other characters are going to show up because obviously with it, when you don't have the ability to worry about space, time and reality, he can
1: basically go anywhere. Yeah. So that's... he exists in, in essentially another dimension yeah. so let's uh let's like like give us a hint the song for next episode yeah. Ah,
0: let's see here. Well, the the song that I de- obviously I'm using in Fascination Street, <laughs> but uh, there's a there's going to be a couple of different songs that I'm I'm debating on you know using, but some that I've already been taken care of. The one big one that uh, is Time After Time. Oh, that's that's one. Um, but it's not going to be the version that you're used to. But by the way. Either way, it's very good. Um, I do know that there is going to be some bad company in one of them, uh, because even though they're not an '80s band, they're going back into the '70s yeah. with a very '80s feel for a '70s type event. So, trust well, I mean, me, like, it's gonna be.
1: <laughs> the Cure's been around since the '70s, but everybody considers them an '80s band. Yeah, that's because when enough. they, fir- yeah, I love
0: it. I know, I love it too. Uh, queen, that's another one that you're gonna probably hear.
1: Yes. All right. Now you're talking my language. Mm-hmm. So with that, with that, I guess we should, let's let's uh, let's put a, let's put a, a bow on that one. Yep. Put a bow there. on
0: Fascination Street too, and then I guess we're gonna be talking next about uh, the prisoner.
1: The prisoner, man. Uh, I forgot I narrated this. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. We did it so long ago. You were like, oh, oh, I, I'm doing this. I didn't yeah, know. <laughs> I, I started playing and I was like, well, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh, that's me. <laughs> the, 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 cool, the cool thing right off the bat is
0: since we've had so much immersive, dense um, episodes as of late, this one is sort of more intimate, not so complex. Uh, it's just there, your story's in your face. And it's it's not less immersive. It's just a little it's, bit more toned down. It's
1: it's it's very it's very read the read read the wall. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we don't have to we don't have to discuss any of this. It's it's there. You know what yes, I mean? Like sir. this is this is what's happening. Don't have to go into it. And man, I, I tell you what, um, for for what it was, and for being such a violent story first oh, of all, yeah I, I i liked i, I very much like the images that were involved and mac kind of going ham on that fucking uh th- those lines man he mm. went really really hard on those lines you know like who would want to suckle at the, the the breast of a serpent and like you as you as, as the preacher go ch- the chill the fuck out bro all right i'm here to listen collect your goddamn last rites this is not part of it all right
0: (laughs) well you know it it eventually turned into it and it was like okay so you're basically telling me everything that you've been bottling up for the past what 10
1: 15 years 20 years yeah 20 years so like it was just and I, i i think i have like Like as a narrator, because I remember, like I slightly remember the tone I chose for this Mm -hmm. one. This one I wanted very much to be, uh, very very Shawshank Redemption. So yeah, very much. uh, I went with more of a of of reds tone from the from the movie Mm -hmm. rather than the book, and uh, I think in the end it all balanced out really really well. i i i I think the pacing was just right i think the amount of graphic visualization was just right and man dan dan knocked uh, once again danny uh dan knocked out of the park or mac Mac yeah mac Mac knocked out of the park why
0: do they call him dan well dan's his real name but
1: since there's two of us he went he goes by mac (laughs) so that's weird. I don't know. That wire got which, crossed in my brain.
0: Which is weird, considering the fact that he was born before me, but right. he has a ready nickname. I don't. <laughs> so fair enough. I mean, and so, uh, so, so I just you know went from Daniel to Danny, and that's Danny, pretty much it. With him, he's Dan to
1: Mac. So I mean, like let's talk about some of this like where where did this where did this story like originate from where did this come from the
0: idea of this story was from a conversation that you and i had originally but the depth of the actual episode in itself was sort of just organically grown outward like the whole idea of you know does this guy uh you know he's on death row he's At this point, you know, waiting for his last days and death, basically, or at least an angel of death, because, you know, in our world, uh, our angels apparently are all raven wing. And because that's the other, another question I got uh, off, off, off offhand. She's like, Is all the angels in your world like, you know, dark with raven's wings because you're from Baltimore? I'm like, No, it's (laughs) because. we're all you know because we're all just crazy people
1: the city of ashes no <laughs> the city um, of
0: ashes you know i mean <laughs> i
1: mean quick just quick side note if you want to talk about biblically accurate angels the ones with the big white feathery wings and the i come and i, I come with mercy and that's not biblical nope no the the angels in the bible are scary as fuck yeah all right and that's why the very first things they say when they appear to someone is be, be not, not afraid, afraid. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you when when you go back and read some of this shit you're like how the fuck could i not be <laughs> look at you like um, so yeah no no like for 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 those listening and uh, cuz i know we do have some listeners of off the cuff uh, angels are not nice No, and angels are not pretty, so you know, uh, the the whole raven winged thing is actually very much accurate. Um, but getting back to the story, yep, back to the story. Um, just the you know,
0: the depth that Joe goes through to just tell Father DeChico about what happened straight up. This was this is literally his last confession so to speak and he's like this is why I did what I did and, and the whole entire time father de chica's like wait a second you probably could have gotten off for a lot of this and you just never bothered to tell anybody
1: he's like that's not it wasn't part of the, wasn't part, of the, part, of the wasn't part of the deal part of the deal yeah. and uh i think uh i i don't I, I have no idea what conversation spawned this but i'm glad i was involved in some mm-hmm. way uh but like holy shit. I, I, I want i want to know like how mac felt saying some of these like extraordinarily violent things i know he's a narrator for a lot of our mm-hmm. stuff but uh th- this was him playing a character and not the narrator describing it you know yeah I mean? so i mean like how, how did uh, you being on the other side of that because you have to direct these episodes yeah. how did how did you feel like hearing mac go this so- hard
0: so the the idea, and th- and this is what something I sat down with him, and, and we put a disclaimer um, in the front of the episode for this reason that it was yeah. very because it, it got very graphic, and I told Mac I was like Mac, this uh, your guy has done some stuff, and he goes, what do you mean by stuff? I'm like, um, read it, <laughs> and he he's just sitting there read it, and he goes, I love it, let's do it. And I'm like, you're sure? You're, you're good with this? He goes, oh, God, yeah, I love doing this type of stuff. <laughs> and Mac, because Mac's normally very, very um non-objective, very, very centered
1: yeah. in
0: how he delivers his lines as a gatekeeper most of the time. But when he gets a chance to, like, let her rip, he yeah, lets he her did. rip. He did. And he did. He went hard did. on this one. Yep. And then, you know, Chris making his... uh uh, a cameo appearance as the guard. Was I was like, guard. dude, I said to him, I was like, dude, I need you to give me like the hardest New York accent you can give me. And he, he did. <laughs> God bless him. Yeah. What about his <laughs> angel? <laughs> what about his angel? You know, like, and I was like, dude, make it as snarky as you can. And he sits there, and like, and his first line is, hey,
1: Bannister, here's your priest don't kill him (laughs) don't kill him I love that fucking that was a good line uh and I just oh man like it was like this episode like for as ridiculously dark as it was Mm -hmm. it it did have some fun elements to it and a Uh, lot of mystery especially at the end yeah because the whole time like I I, because I once I remembered me narrating it I kind of remembered the story but I was like, I was like the whole time, like like turning off that part of my brain and listening. I was like, is, is he is he nuts, like or is he just gonna get fried and like you know we're gonna have a well turns out folks there was no angels, <laughs> you know just have Bert come in at the fucking last second, <laughs> mechanical <laughs> Bert just come into the last second that movie be... well folks, oh, you- there's no angels how about that he got fried for nothing fucking and, idiot <laughs> and then he's just
0: they come in to get him ready for his uh his hat for the electric
1: chair and yeah. guess what he's gone yeah i, I, I like i, I liked that, that 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 ending that very because like unlike a lot of our episodes where there is like a, a, an epilogue you know what i mean i kind of like how it brought this one ended oh yeah it's it's
0: th- this episode the main goal was okay it, it, it was obviously to provide questions to 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 make our audience think well what the hell just happened how, was he right was he wrong and why was he sending all these uh letters out to people and how did father de chico get a letter and he only met him that day yeah. so was there a plan behind the scenes for all this to happen who knows and then especially at the end when um father DeChico chico opens the letter and it's just he just says to himself, "Well done, good and faithful servant." What does that mean? Is he is he just saying that out loud because he's a priest, or was he a part of it, or was it a situation where he's reading the letter and he's like, "Well, I can't believe God just did this," but okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's 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 more questions than there are answers. So many that's, questions. That's to kind of what made this episode fun, and I, I i i don't see a reason to revisit it no it's a it's, it's a good be, one-off yeah yeah it's a very good one-off and uh, unlike night of the chickens which we're, we're about to get to in the, here in a second uh uh-huh. i i just i just want to put the ball on bow on the prisoner because i yep. i did i don't remember the conversation but man i i am so proud of i'm, I'm really proud of mac first of all for just nailing it down uh i'm really i think that your performance as father did chico was uh it carried a lot of weight that you usually don't have in your characters like pj and you know stuff like that so the this, the idea yeah. with how i performed him was a
0: situation like because the idea was there's only like really other maybe one or two characters i really get deep with yeah um one being um, Vern Garvey, I get very deep with him, and I get very deep with Leif. Um, yeah. I also like for for PJ. Uh, the thing with PJ is a bit; he's a bit like me, but not. <laughs> like I use a lot. Of, sorry, I use a lot of my own uh, uh, references Manurisms. with and mannerisms with PJ that I don't do with the other two, but for DeChico, I used, uh, I, you know, like my own, like experiences in life with, 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 uh, uh, men of the cloth, um, my own experiences with just trying to talk and understand people in general. I was like, okay, I have to portray this character as compassionate, even though he's probably scared shitless, which he is. Yeah. So I think
1: it's skeptical.
0: Yeah, he has to be skeptical, even though his whole entire faith is based on the (laughs) non-skeptic. So
1: it's based on faith, literally. Based on
0: faith, literally. So at this point, he's he has to wing it most of the time to get things.
1: And I I think we can put this in one of the one of the darker volumes of of Dark Charm Presents. Yeah. Uh there's 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 very little whimsy to this one and I kind of I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. I
0: like, mean like you figure like the, the most darker episodes we had, like The Wrong House was very dark. Yeah. um Dead Air to an extent was very dark. This uh <laughs> this one just as just as dark. Um the
1: well, other I, I I mean the very the very first juice and leaf was, was very was dark a bit better Cat and mouse oh no get better too yeah oh, i'm sorry with the uh, with henry with henry i mean uh get, was, get better was very dark was dark as shit
0: and then you see a lot of especially you know coming from you know uh in november um we have fire and ice and you get to see exactly how dark it actually got from behind
1: the scenes. I think with that bow on 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 on, on the, the prisoner, prisoner just being so goddamn dark and so good, like I I don't want to say that we're really good at dark, but at the same fucking time we're really good at dark. <laughs> yep, and and if people were really. Are really interested in how
0: dark we can go. It's there's more coming. Trust me, oh, yeah. because we you know we're good with our comedy stuff. We're good with whimsical. We're good with dark. We're good with gory. We can handle a lot of different stuff. And the idea is we want a dark charm, especially to sort of be a variety of people's likes for you know whatever type of genre you're into, and you know we're all. We all come from different backgrounds when it comes to writing in general. Uh, mine, uh, my background is mostly uh, on the comedic side, on the comic type side, you know, the, the heroic types. Uh, yours is more on the dark, gritty, realistic types. Right. Um, Max is very into the, the classical type very like you know you know very flowery very very tolkien very tolkien yes i would i would go in that route for for mac and and we have other amazing writers coming in to to just you know add their uh imprint so to speak on anything you know the dark charm related you know especially in regards to our universe
1: which is right now is an open book but i mean so i kind of mentioned before we started recording i uh-huh. have ideas for a sequel to night of the chickens and i oh my god i oh. so i i <laughs> i'm telling you the
0: response that we got for night of the chickens alone uh content wise idea wise i am thoroughly Shocking. I wouldn't say dumbfounded, but like, it's shocking. It's shocking. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm like, like it's, it was. It was honestly for me sort of like this weird throwaway story about Max House, <laughs> and it was like, no man, an idea of like all these chickens taking over a town, and and, and like chickens. fucking, not even just zombie chickens. Just the fact that there's this. Uh, a voodoo priest guy who you know, I'm like,
1: all right, have you, you seen, have a thought. <laughs> have you seen Disney's The Princess and the Frog?
0: Yes. As much as I can wish to
1: say no, Papa yes. Legma. Yes, I was. I I've been just concocting in my head a Papa Legma situation that happened in this fucking town. Uh-huh. and that's where it all comes from not not the idea like, like yes everything that happened to them in the story that they tell is what happened but yeah. we're I, I want there to be some sinister elements to, to the sequel and let me know folks chime in because honestly i think we're going to start writing on this pretty goddamn soon because i just planted the seed in danny's head and I know. Once you get running with something, you can kind of run with it. I tell so, you,
0: yeah. I mean, like I, we're right now. We're writing a bunch of different things right now, especially getting ready for, ooh, getting ready for uh, Brotherhood of Ridiculous people's second season. We're getting ready for uh, fun um, with dirt, fun with dirt coming. You know, that's that's our that season's been written. It's just in production now. But oh my god, it's you're gonna have some fun with that season.
1: I'm oh, yeah. We we uh. We already recorded some lines, man Yep And I I went I went a little hard on the On the, on the Craig I'll, I'll Not only on the Craig, but El Diablo, man mm-hmm. like where I love we left El off, Diablo, oh my god Where we left off last season, for those of you who aren't Who, who don't remember, was uh, El Diablo's about to get in the ring with Macho Man yep. The heavenly representation for uh, uh, Jay And, <laughs> um I just call him Nacho Belgrande. <laughs> Nacho Belgrande was is, is Harry, yeah. Harry, thank you. I was like I his his name got replaced in my head. Well, that was his. Crust. Well, that was his. You know, that's his like wrestling
0: name. Thanks to uh, El, El Diablo. Diablo. So uh, hey, come on, Nacho
1: Belgrande, let's kick some hey, ass. Man. Hey, abonos, Nacho Belgrande. you got nothing on me, perro. What's
0: But. Oh, he is one uh, of the funnier characters i tell you <laughs> and the whole thing is it's, it's just he's he's so funny he's so off uh, not with the pun he's so off the cuff yeah it's yeah not, yeah it, like it, it just you know people are like wow uh, we we need more of him and trust me you're gonna get more of him this season yeah
1: and um it's just, it's just so fucking good, and I, I, I went a little bit hard with it, but you know what? Like, I am so glad I did because it'll, yep, it'll work. Trust me, it, it's it's <laughs> gonna be so goddamn good in juxtaposition to you and and and, and Justin as as you know Jerry uh, and Jay, yeah. and and not to mention the cameo that comes out this season uh, that we recorded uh, from the date from hell. Yeah, yeah that's gonna be so fucking good because mm-hmm. i helped write that scene and like when 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 listen when, when we were when, when we were doing the, the the recording for it i was like you know what this came out so much better than i imagined uh-huh. and i am proud of that yep but well, we're so not gonna tell you what that is yet we're not we're, we're not saying <laughs> shit we're not saying a goddamn thing uh but uh night of the chickens man like i i just this papa legma situation you know what I mean? Like I, I know, I know the story is that it was ro- ra- racially mo- motivated. Mm-hmm. You know the attacks. Yep. But just some Papa Legma shit. I want some Papa Legma shit. I want. Are you ready? <laughs> we'll see. Well, like I said, we'll see at this point what we'll what we'll do I for got voodoo, I got for uh, Mister
0: Thoreau. I so try. it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Okay, nice. I mean, literally, it might be. Honest to God, it might be Dark Charm's first musical.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I'm, I am down. I am and, down. I'll so. fucking I'll hit the pop. I'll hit the Papa Legma notes, dude. Are you ready?
0: <laughs> Damn, it came out cleaner
1: than I wanted it to. Sorry. Anyways, yes, <laughs> anyways.
0: <laughs> so the last episode of the uh, of the month was the season finale of. Uh, brotherhood of ridiculous people and I'll tell you yes. we're probably gonna do a lot uh, we're, we'll go over it but we're probably gonna be going through a lot of it uh next month when we get to everybody together for the rat party yeah um, and I tell you the the fact that this sort of put you know as the theme of tonight's it was putting a bow on something yeah. and this definitely like this episode definitely put a bow on the season and said here i hope you come back because there's definitely more coming and it's just it's in a situation where it, it, it really really it, it really places everything in a different perspective as to what happened previously in the season like it because they're finally united all together and now the guy that's sort of was uh uh, making things difficult for everybody he gets kidnapped Uh, and and you know then there's the introduction of the white queen uh, officially to the episode uh where she was in the last episode we all know you know we all know where's Maisie they don't but one person does and she eventually shows back up at the end of the episode joining
1: the rest of the brotherhood and that's Gladys so. absolutely so i don't do you want to do you want to keep the talk on this one light so we can go into Let's more us keep depth it, on, it yep because we're going to definitely go in a lot more depth on it um to, on next, next month next month yeah um, right. i'll get i'll give my thoughts on, on, on a couple of pieces here uh did, <laughs> gladys and ricardo man yeah they are still one of dark charm's best couples their family
0: and- is actually kind of a you know charming little family them and, yeah. and little winston
1: and uh i uh the, the the scene was so good the scene was so fucking good and not not just because i'm in it like it could have been anybody you know what i mean acting out ricardo and i would have said that scene was so fucking good the 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 the, the, the you and nets are natural enemies lying and then her mm-hmm. taking offense to that you know he was like oh no come on it was and even him admitting it you know what i mean like yeah. and this goes back to that to that to that thing we always talk about when we talk about ricardo and 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 gladys is you know how hard edged he is with everybody else but with gladys she's he very be, soft he was he very soft home. yeah you know baby bad joke it was a bad joke all right like yeah. what do you want we'll go get we'll go get you whatever the fuck you want on uncle sam that prick dj and i yeah. just and i
0: love the fact that you guys were playing off of those lines as if you were in the same room yeah
1: yeah it's it's, like
0: like it it almost seemed like it was just i mean obviously a good director is 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 great for that but there's also a thing of chemistry and that's something that you and stacy have in boatloads is is (laughs) chemistry yeah with 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 the two characters um the you know the fact that he already knows that she's going to be going
1: back, and he's still trying to convince her otherwise. Yeah, still,
0: obviously. I mean, like you know, trying to convince her otherwise. I mean, she's in a situation where he feels as though sh- they don't deserve her. Yeah, and it's and true, it maybe, but
1: no. And, and the thing is, is that he has, he has, especially from a husband's you know viewpoint, he has yeah. a point. You know, he's he's like, you went over there to be momcula you know, went over there to be you know what i mean like the first one recruited you know like the captain america of the team and you got fucking treated like shit like yeah. no they don't fucking deserve you they, they don't like yeah i understand that you need friends that are like you but that's not friendship you know what i mean that that's that's something else and she persists in that yes they are my friends because we did have several episodes where they bonded very closely mm-hmm. uh, especially between our-
0: her and um darla
1: her and darla pr- and Rod fucking PJ. yeah freaking pj with the uh, sandwich. The sandwich sandwich <laughs> that shit was that shit still made me laugh uh why
0: does it, was, it taste like maple
1: <laughs> why does this taste like maple syrup and then fucking <laughs> cue her laughing uh but uh that's uh, just uh, just another incredible scene just another yeah, incredible so. scene between uh ricardo and 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 gladys and once again i, I i'm saying this apropos of me being a part of it mm-hmm. i just think like how it was put together winston's involvement the lines that were chosen like it was it was really good and i really do like that they're part of the heart of you know what i mean uh of, of brotherhood mm-hmm. i might be speaking out of turn maybe i, I read too much into it but i kind of i kind of think so
0: yeah you're not wrong i mean there's a lot of heart and especially with this episode there was a lot of crying if you, if you didn't get yeah. Uh, the, like they, a lot of people are like calling this the crying episode but it makes sense because all of their funniness all of their funness in a way is sort of i guess symbolically brought into that scene in the mess hall yeah. where you know ollie's whistling they're all bopping around eating breakfast and all of a sudden pj's gone and no one knows what the hell happened and darla and and darla and uh, um, um ollie have to go and and see what the hell happened now we're we're not going to go into too much more depth because we want to we want to talk to uh both emily and paul next month to uh you know get their opinion about how all that went down but i will say that the scene went from being relatively happy-go-lucky
1: to grim really quick and you know the the, the the cap on the episode, you know, with the gambit was yeah. also really good. Uh, I really loved it. That that kind of reminded me of like the old fucking seventies card. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom, you know, yep. <laughs> pretty
0: much. That's that's that was one of the like one of the things. And I and I, I get a couple people that ask me about this series, and they're like, "Well, what are your three biggest influences?" In regards to creating brotherhood, I was like, well, one, the, another one, biggest influence was Saturday Night Live, and I'm not talking about like the how it is now. I'm talking about like how it was in the in the 80s or in the 90s, where uh, you had people like Chris Farley, Dana Carvey, Mike Myers, like yeah, the yeah. whole idea. Even enough so that the character that I sort of as the announcer guy, besides Burt McGonagall, I even um, use Don Pardo. As, a, yeah. as an inspiration for that character. Um, and that's how I said, like, the idea is, you know, to go, you know, use like the Don Pardo. But the idea of, and you mentioned this once, was uh, Bobby having the correct tone that we needed for this series. Because I tell you, it would have definitely been different if it was Mac narrating it. Or you narrating it? Yeah, it would have been a w- much different. The idea of having this sort of like news guy narrating all of this. The, yeah, this uh, this caller. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the second inspiration that I had was obviously Saturday morning cartoons.
1: Oh, having of course. to deal
0: with having to deal with you know like, like you know like Justice League, Super Friends, uh, Thundercats. Uh, Freaking, you know anything? Like it, it, it was sort of like my idea of like, okay, so they're a superhero team, they're going up again, but they're fuck ups. That's the whole point. <laughs> so
1: I remember uh uh there was there was uh, a slew of like superhero cartoons in the 70s mm-hmm. and it was like 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 plastic man remember him like they yep. were and they were all really goofy and they were really weird yep. like super friends and, and shit like aquaman that. had his own television show yeah 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 why
0: i mean <laughs> aquaman had one uh you know the old right? Wonder, wonder woman yeah i mean, like even some of the old seventies like TV shows, like The Incredible Hulk, um, the Wonder Addams Woman, family. The Adams Family, had you know they weren't superheroes, but the idea of taking a uh, not concept. so not so ordinary concept and just throwing it into uh, you know normal type of scenarios that 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 created for great uh, television and. I wanted to sort of do that with this one. The third influence that I had in regards to this series is just all this the heavy weird crap that happens around me every fucking day. <laughs> like and and like friends, family I, I, I telling I need me
1: stories to. about crazy things. I need to meet the inspiration for Darla then. Oh my I mean, that's god. All, that's all I'm going to say. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um I will I will um I will say that, like, to like do you know to just uh, to 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 put a, a, a to be determined mm-hmm. or don't open till Christmas, don't open the Halloween bow on this episode. Especially
0: for this episode,
1: yeah. Uh was man this this, this did not feel like some of our other episodes have felt. Mm -hmm. where it was like well yes we know there's more coming you know this one felt more like well fuck now we need more to come and you know what i mean like that's that's how this episode felt it felt Mm -hmm. like a necessity and i am so fucking glad that i bullied you into writing the 13th episode i am so happy with it yep
0: because it was originally supposed to end at 12 and i was like it just it there's there it there's something that it's missing like originally, the idea was to do it as an epilogue. I was like, and you were well, like, dude, just make it as a thirteenth episode. And I was like, yeah. you know what? It deserves it. Let's go Because
1: like you, you were like, well, the last, the last season had 12 open. I was like, who gives a fuck? We run the show. This is our <laughs> fucking concept. Like, like, come on, we can do what we want to. We don't need it mm-hmm. We don't need to abide by any kind of fucking rules, even the ones we set. Fuck them. <laughs> so I kind of remember feeding like giving you that chaos energy and you were like yeah you know what fuck me too wait hold on <laughs> yeah well
0: <laughs> it was a, it was a great idea well it, the the other thing was it, it allowed us to delve into other subjects that we didn't get really a chance to do and people that we really didn't get a chance to like uh, showcase so that's why there's a lot of Ali and Darla in this episode.
1: Yeah, um, I did so, like the heart they put into this episode. Mm-hmm. Paul, and,
0: uh, Paul and Paul uh, and Emily, all the uh, like. It, as much as I love the stuff that they are doing for Fascination Street, I love everything they really do. <laughs> yeah, because they always they always put the the strictest of confidences in in the work and and they're just like they give it their best and i'm i'm i can't be more than pleased about all that so yeah those are my kudos for them but they'll they'll get enough of that next month too oh yeah we're gonna have
1: we're gonna have hours and hours and hours of footage for for next month so and 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 that's
0: the thing like what we'll probably do is we'll have a off the cuff um bonus probably, with all the deeper stuff, like deeper cuts of things, uh, depending on how much footage we get from next month, we'll probably yeah. do a double. Because um, uh, I know these things can get a little long anyway, but, you know, trust me, you, you're you going to love all the, uh, the, the fun stuff. All of us do. in the room, yeah, together. All of us in the room doing Dark Charm games? Oh my god, that's going to be insane. With
1: alcohol involved? Yeah. <laughs>
0: For some of you, yeah, I don't drink, but (laughs)
1: yeah, I'm gonna love watching all that. (laughs) Oh yeah, but uh, we 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 have questions. Yeah, we got so
0: um. So I told you before we started recording that we actually had some stuff in our meal bag, and um, unfortunately, since it's just us two right now, uh, dark charm games wouldn't necessarily be a fun thing to do with just us two. We've already had a bunch of our characters already on there. Uh, so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna dive in our mailbag
1: I, I do we'll have one question. scenario I think would be hilarious what but uh we'll use it we'll use it for next month what's up we're gonna do it next month yeah i I, I just glad is forcing Ricardo and Pj to try to have a conversation
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great
1: okay so <laughs> I so just, I was uh, thinking about
0: it, Q Mailbag music. You asked, we are answering Dark Charm Mailbag. So, first question comes from XOXO UFO twenty four at Star Trek Fleet Command. Oh, thank you for the question. Yep, uh, no question this week. You are all doing a fantastic job. Congrats on the White Queen swerve for Brotherhood. I'm digging the first episode of Fascination Street. Wow, thank you for your comments, got, man. Hey, we got feedback. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, the next one is from uh, CelticLadiesGmail.com. Dear Dark Charm Peeps, if Juice Meadows was a flavor, what would he taste like? <laughs> a flavor of what? I do- I don't know. I don't, this is like a flavor, I, like whatever type of flavor would he be? Oh
1: my! Uh, <laughs> Habanero mango. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, so like, I mean, if we're talking about like an ice cream, like I, I,
0: ice cream, maybe. Well, like you know, could be a cake. I don't know. We, uh, we can put whatever we want here. They just want. She, like
1: okay, so let's, let's let's just run a few. If, yeah. if it's going to be ice cream. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a uh, rum and coffee ice cream,
0: yeah rum you and ever coffee. had that
1: stuff like it's so fucking good. It's rum and coffee ice well, cream well considering with chocolate. the fact that he drinks enough,
0: yeah I'm everything he's gonna have is gonna have a little bit of kick to it
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's it it's it's rum and it's it's like a uh, uh, rum and vanilla and all this other stuff, but it has like chocolate drizzle throughout. Uh, what, 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 about, what, what do what, 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 about you? What, what ice cream flavor is juice? I think he
0: is. Um, and, and if, if we have to go by like actual like flavors, flavors, or, you know, hypothetical flavors, I would have to say he's like a Dublin mudslide. If you oh. remember the old, the old Ben and Jerry's flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah where where it's irish cream liqueur coffee flavor but you know it has that like vanilla and and coffee uh, cookie twist yeah no shit that's, that's a good a, one that's a good one that's a good one uh, um if i had to create a flavor it would be habanero uh uh hab- habanero uh honey <laughs> habanero <laughs> honey oh,
1: that's a flavor oh, you, well, you gotta yeah. You gotta come to the Midwest for that shit though. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What about what about uh a cake? What kind of, what flavor of cake would juice be?
0: Mm, red velvet, but without the white icing, it would probably be chocolate. Dark black.
1: Oh. That's
0: mm. what I would think. With a hint and nodes of I guess again, habanero <laughs> it's sprinkled in. Because he's he's kind of spicy. <laughs> he's a little spicy. He's a little uh, spicy. Uh, <laughs>
1: I can tell you what Leif's is easily. Le- Leif is a oh, lemon meringue pie. Oh damn! Well, I mean, he does like to get cream pie, but and let's see. Um, oh my god! I had to. I had to. I had to. Uh, coffee beer, coffee Ooh, yeah. beer cake with uh, a reduction chocolate sauce would mm. be juice in my eyes. That'd be pretty cool. That'd yeah. Be cool. Is, what, what about what about leaf? What, what's 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 what is, what is he? What's what, what ice cream is he?
0: Oh my god. Leif's ice cream would be... You can't
1: say Rainbow Sherbert I'll slap you. That's too
0: easy. <laughs> no, that would actually be kind of um, offensive, yeah. I wouldn't say offensive, but kind of like, you know, oh, you're too expecting easy. it. Yeah, it's, it's too, too easy. easy. It's I'm too like, easy. no. Uh, I would have to say he's probably a lemon sherbet laced with arsenic. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, uh, that's that's a good one. I like very that very
0: tart, very but very good. But you're probably
1: gonna die afterwards. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, with him, I do see like a like a uh, uh, a mango and cream, you or know mango what I mean? and cream, yeah. yeah, like like something kind of exotic like that because that's just his taste.
0: Oh, like a maybe like a you know how they have like orange creamsicle? Maybe instead yeah, yeah, yeah. of the orange, it's like a pineapple or a mango with or the fruit creams of fruit or minty. fruit of some kind yeah yeah and no it, not
1: for that metaphor everybody nah. was thinking that no it's because he's very sweet and he's very exotic yes
0: very much so yes
1: so yeah not
0: not not because of the fact that he's gay and flaming nah, yeah yeah we're, we're not making he's that not joke the, no, not um the next question that we had was actually um question about fascination street oh wonderful and uh the question is Did Damon disappear amidst all those people in the first episode of Fascination Street? If so, how is that explained when he comes back? Uh, No, you're not going to... Here's the thing. You don't know because he actually doesn't come back into his world.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. We never find out. You never find out. Because Damon has been displaced uh because of decisions outside of his own out of out of his hands it's it's not that the lamppost can or won't go back it's that he's been displaced uh it's so we don't know what what happened on his on his on his timeline when he left we have no idea and it's not all you hear is uh his sister crying for help that's all you hear um so as as far as we know the last and the last bit of consciousness that he has was his sister so yeah. there was people around him next thing we know he's been displaced and the thing about displacement when you're talking about time travel or multiple universes is that you know you don't have a pin to get back to nope so uh we we don't know and it's not we're the writers of the goddamn thing we're, we're telling you. We don't know. Not because we're trying to be like cryptic or something. It's because he's been displaced. Yep. So he's been displaced. That information is just not available. Yep. Same.
0: Uh, same uh, email came from. Uh, Love smoke and mirrors and looking forward to fire and ice. My question is that was Miguel ever trained in voice
1: acting? He is amazing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I've been. I've been. Oh, man, this is so weird. Uh, so I, I've been doing voice acting professionally for, I don't know, well, for a long, a long time. But as a kid, Michael Winslow was my hero. Hmm. So, uh, you know, Police Academy, you know, yeah, fucking, man, you know, uh, uh, all, all, all the neat stuff that he could do with his voice was was just amazing and i always wanted to imitate that i always wanted to do the sound effects and i always wanted to do you know the you know what i mean like that kind of stuff and i was like god it's so fucking neat you know what I mean? Like uh, turning on the distortion on the microphone, cupping it, and getting that distortion so you can sound like a car or a, or machine gun fire. And mm-hmm. uh, I always wanted to do that. And, you know, this is back before voice acting was really called voice acting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or where uh, Wells still played, you know, fucking Optimus Prime. You know what I mean? And, and you know, they didn't sell the, the Transformers movie on his name. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was just Transformers the movie. Come see it, and uh, as as I grew older and you know found out that Mark Hamill is the voice of the fucking Joker. Mm-hmm. What? How can that go from you know, Father? I still know there's good in you. To you know, little <laughs> bats, let's play a little game. <laughs> How what, what the fuck? What do you mean? That's the same fucking guy. And People are versatile, <laughs> extraordinarily versatile, and so that's when I started really getting into voice acting, and I really started applying, imitating voices, and and and, and I did this a lot, and uh, you know, I I have impressions of ninety percent of the pop figures behind me because I just love them so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got. People from like fucking the, the the sheriff from Jaws, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I got uh, a repertoire of Beetlejuice. I got the, the I got the Broadway and the original the uh, movie Beetlejuice. And you know, hey Chuck, we're here for your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and you use some of him for um you use some of him for the uh, the booger, the booger, in, um, the gruesome booger.
1: Yeah, uh, the gruesome goober. Sorry, the gruesome goober. That's right. Yep. In in a uh, um, fun with with dirt dirt. yep and And, you used uh, a
0: little bit of him with the boogeyman in uh uh, this season starting off for uh dark charm presents
1: and yeah and it's what it's one of my favorite voices to do and when you you mix it up with something else it becomes something completely different but Mm -hmm. going straight going straight beetlejuice you know you have that, that Hey what hey 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 listen you're talking to a dead guy here, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the it's not the raspiness that so many people like try to do. Like he actually has an upper register voice, it's just how he delivers the lines. You know, hey yo, where can a ghoul like me Settle down for a good night and have a fun time? Like was it was I trained in it? No, no I was not. I never had a coach or anything else like that, but I, I, I had a passion. For it i had a passion for making my voice mm-hmm. not sound like me and the, and the thing is is that you know i, I know everybody falls in love with a deep voice uh and that's what i have in, in spades but i learned very early on being a tall guy being a broad-shouldered guy you know what i mean long hair and earrings and you know tattoos i learned a very long time ago that this voice does not make people comfortable talking to you yeah no. so uh i had to learn how to talk like up here and this is actually like when you hear me talk to everybody else this is actually like the voice i use yeah i don't i don't have a lot of crackle to it it's really up a register uh but when you hear me on the phone you hear me talking at work this is the voice i'm gonna use and mostly because this voice scares the living fuck out of people <laughs> and I, I i fun story i remember uh getting off of uh getting off of uh, a shift right i'm going to, i'm going back to the depot for the truck and i'm dropping yeah. the truck off and uh i was rehearsing lines for an, an announcer gig that i was doing uh and uh I, I had dropped my voice and i had forgotten about it and a couple of my coworkers were there and so I was I, I was just in my head. I was I was just doing the, the voice over and over again, you know, like the whole round one, begin. And uh, that, that kind of voice, you know what I mean? So okay. I dropped my voice, and I didn't even realize it. So when I walked up, I was like, hey, what's up, guys? And they were like, Jesus Christ, Satan, what's up? And I was like, oh, fuck, right, sorry, sorry, sorry. And they were like, what the fuck was that, dude? And I was like, that's my actual voice. Yeah. And they were like, what? it's not your fucking voice I'm mean, like yeah that's that's my actual that's how I actually talk uh but like the thing is, is that if you're interested in voice acting or you know you have people that are interested uh reach out to us reach out to reach out to my uh my my uh, podcast email which is vtnetwork gmail.com mm-hmm. or email email Danny here at Dark Charmed Media yep. um pms everything like that because we're always looking for talent and you know if you want uh, i can da- I, I have i have actually done this professionally now uh not only with Danny but i've been paid i've been paid to be the joker i I've, I've done announcements for tv series i've done narration for stuff mm-hmm. like that so yeah if you if you know somebody or you want to get into it and you want a little bit of help a little bit of coaching uh, and you know just a little bit of motivation get get in touch with us man yeah. we'll help push you along Heck yeah. We are actually looking
0: for a lot of, like, there's a lot of people who grow inspired by our work. Go ahead. Like, if you want to send us pictures, we'll put them on the page. Um, I I have, uh, especially if, like, the pictures,
1: uh, you know your favorite character however yeah, you characterize characters. them yeah there is there is no wrong answer yep. there is no wrong answer like like if you if you have artwork you know people who have artwork or inspired send it in please fucking do what's what's the email for them to send it to danny the
0: email to send them uh, all that stuff would be um dark Charm at gmail.com
1: uh it's
0: really kind of humbling to see that you know people have been you know uh putting pictures and Things like that, especially if some of the... like, Because the idea is a lot of these characters only have really base um, looks that you can understand because you, you're basically getting them from like a radio. You're getting them from the podcast themselves. So it's interesting to see how people interpret these characters
1: by the yeah. way they speak. So Yeah, I, I'm dying to see... I'm dying to see everybody's interpretation. If you have artwork, please, please, please send it in. Yep. Uh, by the by the time this comes out. Uh, yep. but for now, uh, while while we're recording this, we're gonna say that if, we're gonna say that email one more time.
0: DarkcharmRadios at gmail.com. Yes.
1: And so uh, by the time this airs though, we will have an official email for you guys and it will mm-hmm. be in the description for you guys to send stuff too. If you cannot get to that if, or you know, if you can't get to that one use uh, the widow 1314 at gmail.com yep uh but yeah please please uh yeah uh, uh, justin Lenz uh, also known as the epic pencil on instagram mm-hmm. facebook he does a lot of stuff he does a lot of really nostalgic stuff he just put out a picture of uh damon holloway his uh yeah his interpretation of it uh i am in no way a competition for him he is amazing uh i am a concept guy he is an artist and uh he he's knocking it out the fucking park um but there there is a question i have for our audience now Mm -hmm. do you guys want merch because i have been bullying denny to open up a fucking merch store we don't make uh I'm, i'm not gonna lie there's not a lot of money that's gonna be coming to us this is strictly for the fans of the show and you know um this is for you guys, so you guys can rep your favorite fucking characters, your favorite Dark Charm shows, and if so, if you guys do want merch, we're going to have that email below, darkcharmradios at
0: gmail.com
1: let us know and let us that to you let us know the more stuff we can put into production as far as artwork goes because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I love creating I love having that concept and we will make art for every single one of these series I will do it myself personally if I have to uh, so that is that is homework for you guys you guys the audience hit us up on Facebook dark charm media uh, we're gonna we're gonna listen to every response with yeah. an open mind
0: yep every every response we've been talking about merch for years and we were like at at the situation like we wanted to grow our fan base but our fan base was like we want to rep you guys yeah so with you know with some ideas especially coming in there is especially very good chance by the start of next year to actually have dark charm merch for for people to rep And, and and I, I couldn't be more than, than, than happy to, to, to get that uh, started and take care of But we want feedback from you guys. Is this something that you want? Is this something that uh, at this point, are we really ready to, to put out there for? And, and at this point, the feedback from the fans so far has been overwhelmingly positive on our stuff. Who knows? I mean, like at this point, by next year, People be walking around wearing a,
1: a, a, a Frank T-shirt. Oh my! We have a design. We have a design. We have a design. Frank's an asshole. And we have a design for a Frank T-shirt. We just need your guys' positive uh, input on this. Not because we're we're trying to draw this out, but because we want to know if there is a genuine interest. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna we, we want to hear it. Yep. And uh, this is something. This is something we want. I, I've been bullying him to do for months. So uh, <laughs> I need you guys to join in. Yeah, I need you guys to join in and help me bully Danny join, to get this fucking join. store open yeah let us know what's what merch you want do you have a specific character do you have a show you want do you have a do you have a short that you want do you have a one-off that you want art of let us know whatever whatever you are a fan of let us know we'll gladly start doing this stuff we'll start putting it out and uh we're we're gonna we're gonna get into it but we want you we want you guys input not because we're, we're we're begging for attention but because we want to know if you guys are genuinely interested yep and
0: I tell you, like a lot of uh, the the other thoughts have been, you know, they want our logo out there. Okay, that's that's definitely going to be one of the uh, prime examples of something we will definitely do. People want the, uh, like I said, the picture of the uh, of fun with dirt. Uh, that's another one. Like people just want to to rep their favorite shows. They want to rep their favorite characters. They want to rep their favorite company at this point. And if this is really something you guys want. Let us know.
1: Yeah, so. because this is something we're gonna. we I, I want to happen. I I I think uh, there is uh, so much potential in all these shows that we do, uh, Brotherhood, uh, so on and so forth. Like it's just it's just so good, and I do believe that we can uh, expand our empire to merchandise.
0: <laughs> expand the empire.
1: <laughs> we're gonna have to take out a, a, a loan juice and meat. Though.
0: Um. I, oh God, I can't do that. You know how much interest. <laughs> you know how much interest it costs.
1: Yes, I do. Actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're. Uh, so at this next point, uh, we're ready for the uh, upcoming preview for next month. Yes. So let's see here. So the way it looks right now is uh, we have you know to, to, to cap everything off. We have the big get together in in Cincinnati. That is going to be once again, and I know we keep talking about it. That is going to be amazing. Um, the first episode in October, and this is and if we remember correctly, because we're going to get some extra stuff in there. It, it, uh, I got some uh, <laughs> things coming. Uh, but like that makes me nervous. We are having our second annual October Halloween Holobaloo.
1: All right. Yeah. It's
0: so because we had such a good response with it last year. We're doing it again this year. The uh, the only difference is is everything is so action packed, jam-packed. Like I said, topping it all off, we're gonna have, you know, the Cincinnati crew. Everybody that, you know, for the for the wrap up party for the Brotherhood Ridiculous people, it's gonna be fantastic. But it's starting off with a brand new series and it's called detonation boulevard and if you think and if you love fascination street detonation boulevard is on a different spectrum from that and it is intense Really intense. Really intense. You're going to have Dark Charm Presents uh, Episode 37, Unlikely Psychic. This is uh, starring me, uh, Amanda Hunter, Chris Hengel, a bunch of other people. This is going to be a really good episode, just like how uh, uh, The Prisoner was. Uh, The third episode of Fascination Street comes out on the 15th. And then there's going to be a bonus episode of Dark Charm Presents is a tribute to um, Mac bringing a Gate Beyond to Dark Charm Media. And I had done something akin to how Gate Beyond has done their thing uh, for that episode. We'll have Off the Cuff during the uh, last weekend of October. And then on October 31st, a Gate Beyond episode one premieres. And and that's going to be... um, bi weekly instead of weekly this time because there's going to be a lot more production involved in a gate beyond than it was previously in the old server. It's going to be action packed and I'm telling you the uh Halloween hulla I-, I can't
1: wait to see what people think of this. It's going to be a- it's going to be fantastic. It's, it's I, th- th- like I think we can end on that note, man. DarkTink at gmail.com. Fucking merch ideas. Let us know your thoughts. Please send it all in. We want to hear it. Yep, we need we need we need your
0: feedback. If you guys want it, let us know. This is what we this is what we're we're planning on doing. Um, ideas, concepts. What you know? Even something as crazy as yeah, we just want a whole entire picture of all the members of the Brotherhood together on one shirt. We want the entire members of the Gambit together on one shirt. Who freaking? You can have like the uh, the whole how. Uh, 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 the other idea is like have the the heroes on one side, the villains on the other, like the old how they used to do in the old Challenge of the Super Friends. Oh yeah, that's a concept. Good if it's something you want, let us know. If there's uh, if you want, you know, Harry and Jay, if you want picture of Craig snorting cocaine, I don't care. <laughs> I don't point. do
1: cocaine.
0: We, yeah, <laughs> just let us know. But I I'm telling you, like if you want like a professional like McGee's funeral home shirt, who knows. No, that
1: point. I I'm actually designing the logo for that. I'm actually designing I'm working on it. I'm designing a logo for Mickey's mm-hmm. funeral homes. Yep. Uh but yeah, please let us know. Let and us if know. you if you have any fucking if you have any ideas for stories or you have funny situations that you want us to put into in, into off the cuff, or you want to hear interactions between characters, even if they're not in the same fucking show, yeah, let us let us know. And it, we now have a place for you guys to send all your ideas. What's that email again? Darkcharmradio at gmail.com. All one word. All, right, all one so. word.
0: Again, once again, thank you all for tuning in. This has been Off the Cuff Backstage at Dark Charm Media. As I Once again, I am your host, Danny Atwell. Again, the dead man, Miguel Pedroza. And we will see you next month.
1: Woo! Off the Cuff was brought to you by Dark Charm Media. Special effects by Zapsplat.com.
0: Copyright Dark Charm Media 2022. All rights reserved.